You have to feel this calling deep in your soul to do the kind of music that you do in the way you do it, or you won't stick with it because guess what? The music industry is hard. It's not a walk in the park. So you need to be absolutely fueled with a fire deep in your soul, deep in your heart, deep in your belly to do this. And you need to have your why on the tip of your tongue all the time. Welcome to the Female Entrepreneur Musician Podcast with Bree Noble. Bree is a musician, entrepreneur, speaker, and founder of Women of Substance Music Radio and Podcast. Bree's interviews with successful female musicians and industry pros are both inspirational and informational. She also answers your questions about the music business. Bree is on a mission to help you create great music, connect with your fans, and grow your business, and to truly become a female entrepreneur musician. Hey, this is Brie Noble, and I want to welcome you to the Female Entrepreneur Musician, where we talk about making great music, connecting with your audience, and growing your business. This week, I brought back my two community managers from the Female Indie Musician community on Facebook. If you're not in there, definitely go over to Facebook, type in the Female Indie Musician community. You definitely want to be a part of this amazing community of women who are pursuing their music career. But I've got Kayla and Beth in there. They are amazing community managers, and they've been doing some Facebook Lives talking about subjects that have come up in the group. And this one is so poignant right now, especially because of we've all kind of taken a left turn or been forced to take a left turn because of the pandemic. And we're also looking at moving into 2021 and just needing to feel really aligned with what we're doing. Otherwise, what's the point? We're just going through the motions. So we need to know exactly why we're doing what we're doing. And we need to get reacquainted with and realigned with our passion and our purpose for our music career. And I know for me, with what I do helping musicians, I would never have stuck with it this long if I didn't feel completely motivated, aligned, and excited every day. I really do jump out of bed and get my coffee and then I'm just right in my office ready to go excited for what the day brings because I love what I do. And even my husband commented on this recently saying, you know, it's really obvious that you love what you do and that you love the way it it happens that you love working online with people all over the world. Whereas, you know, he's a professor and he's dealing with the Zoom culture right now, which is not his favorite. And so some days he feels down about having to go to work online because he's so used to dealing with people in person. And he always has to remember why he's doing it. Remember that he's there to help students learn and, you know, reignite himself with looking at past students' comments online and things like that. And that's what we need to do as musicians as well. I always encourage my academy members to keep a folder on their computer or put post-it notes on their wall or something of wonderful and nice things that their fans have said to them about them, them as artists and about their music. And whenever you're having a hard day or not feeling totally aligned with what you're doing, feeling burnt out, not feeling motivated, you can look at those. But I'm going to be honest, those will not be enough. 
You have to feel this calling deep in your soul to do the kind of music that you do in the way you do it, or you won't stick with it because guess what? The music industry is hard. It's not a walk in the park. So you need to be absolutely fueled with a fire deep in your soul, deep in your heart, deep in your belly to do this. And you need to have your why on the tip of your tongue all the time. So that is my strong two cents about knowing your purpose. I'm going to hand it off to Kayla and Beth, and you can hear what they have to say about it. Some people are doing a lot of Facebook lives and they're really enjoying it, but then others are worn down by it or they're just, they feel defeated or they, you know, all these different things are going on and they just feel worn out by the pandemic. So uh, even for musicians that have been musicians for a long time, we can, you know, we can struggle with what is our, you know, rediscovering what our passion and what our purpose is. And sometimes it can change. But, I mean, there's a few things I just want to share here. Um, I, well, let me start by sharing a story, okay? So, uh, I've been a musician all my life. You and many here in the indie community or any many listening might know that. You know, I, I started piano by ear when I was four and sang ever since I could remember, like many of you. And... Um, and I always felt like there was something to do on the side. I always felt like it was not going to be what I would, you know, do for a living, uh, even though it brought so much joy to me. Um, and I think one something that happened just over a period of time, I've just I was still sharing my gifts, but I felt like uh, it was becoming more and more clear to me. And it wasn't really an audible voice, but I felt like I, I was hearing the message, you need to do more with your music. You have songs you've written and, you know, you have this gift, you need to do more. And so I, I kept trying to push that voice aside. I know that sounds crazy, but I did. And it really took what I believe was God hitting me over the head with a hammer saying, look, you need to listen to me and use your gifts um, to benefit others and help other people. And, and um so I think it took me a long time. And so I was 50, 51 when I started my official music career. But for many of us, many of us, um, you know, music's been a part of our lives probably for a long time. Some people do become songwriters and performers or singers later in life. But most of us, like I did, like I knew that early, early on. And so it was finally recognizing that voice and listening and heeding um, but then the opportunities had, you know, they came about for me to record an album and to start doing things more with my music. Um, but discovering your life's purpose, I think it involves four <coughs> things. And I don't want to be quiet and let you talk because time flies when we get together like this. Um, it involves understanding what your purpose is, involves what do you love? What are you really passionate about? Um, and what are you really good at? Hopefully, hopefully what you love and what you're good at are the same things. And I think as musicians, we are always learning and growing. And, um, and that's exciting. Um, sometimes scary because we never know everything. You know, we always, we always are learning more. or We're finding out that we didn't know, know all that we needed to know. But we, we learn and we grow. 
So what you're, what you love, what you're good at. Um, and then what does the world need? What are, what are, what does the world need? Um, and then, and then finding <clears throat> pay for if, if your purpose is to make a living with your music, which mine was, then what are some things you can do with your singing, with your instrumentals, with your uh, voice um, that people want to hear and that you can be paid for? And so when those things overlap, then you start to discover. And I think it, cha it can change, too, over time. Like, we can start in one direction, and then we realize we might, like, another aspect um, you know, I am a musician, but I also love helping other musicians, and I love um, encouraging people and trying to share my struggles and things to help them. So I think, I, I hope that helps a little bit, but I think those are some of the things. Now, for some people that are listening to this, their purpose might not be to get paid doing what they love, and so that's okay, and that's fine. There's no, no shame in that, um, but they need to know that, and... Um, but if, if if we feel like it really is our passion and purpose and what we're supposed to do, you know, we need to move toward that. So we have our passion, our profession, vocation, mission, all kind of rolled in one. Um, I, I'm a slow learner. Like, I'm 57, and I'm still learning. So, you know, like, I'm doing voiceovers now, and I'm doing commercials, and I'm, I'm really good at that, and I really enjoy that. And there's more things that I do that I'm good at, too. There's things that I'm not that good at. High tech, all this tech stuff, it doesn't come easy for me, Kayla. And and uh, um, so does it make me want to just like go crawl in a hole and, and wrap up in a ball? Sort of, yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't mean that I should quit what I love just because that aspect's hard. It means I probably need to learn more or... Um, I, or maybe I just need help. Sometimes I can't figure everything out, and that's where we need to ask other people for help. And that's where I'll mention the Female Musician Academy. That's where it's so great to be a part of that because we have live coaching calls four times a week. I mean, not four times a week. My goodness, we would be we would be exhausted. No, four times a month. Yeah, <laughs> once a week, a lot of training, and other women who get the journey that it is difficult, um, but you know, that there's hope and, and there's, there's nothing like doing what you're created to do. It, there's no amount of money. There's nothing that can substitute for that. When you find what that is, um, it will, you know, it will impact people and it will scare you to death and you might even resist it, mm -hmm. but you're eventually hopefully going to, you know, pursue that. And, um, and it's a great thing. So I'll stop talking because I want to hear what all you say about this well, topic. Well, you know, I'm going to reiterate a lot of the stuff that you that you've already said because you made some great points, and and that is true. You know, I, I'm one of the lucky ones, and I think that we as musicians are very lucky. We know our passion and our purpose. A lot of us from the very beginning. You know, I knew what I wanted to do at the age of three. I wanted to perform more than anything else, even though I didn't really know what that was all made up of. So uh, we're lucky that way. I think it's a curse and it's a blessing at the same time, because when you're not doing it, you have this nagging thing behind you and that it's like a beast that's inside of you that's not being fed and you know that you're on the wrong path. Um, <clears throat> and that was my case. And I'm like you, I started really late and there's a whole story behind that we don't need to get into. but. Um, 
the thing is about women too, though, and finding your purpose, because sometimes, like for what, for instance, when I first started, I just wanted to sing. That's all I wanted to do is I just wanted to sing, just get me out there on stage. I didn't care what I did. If I was acting and, you know, um, you know, I, I, I played by in Bye Bye Birdie and I was doing my thing with that with musical theater and then I was singing and other things and I would sing in choirs and I would sing in groups and I just I just wanted to sing. And I remember knowing a bunch of guys and uh, they would have their band in the pub and I would go in and sing my version of Mustang Sally all the time because I didn't know any other songs. And I just, you know, I just wanted to sing. That's it. And then later on that changed and all of a sudden if I was singing in a restaurant and everybody was talking and stuff like that, it was like, um, no, I don't like that and it didn't feel good. And then I would go to a bar and I'd be playing with a big band and we'd have a great time, <clears throat> right? And I'd be singing, we'd be doing all of these songs and I would be doing a Tina Turner stuff and I'm just like, you know, I just, it's just not me. I'm just not, this is not me. And I'm watching people drunk dancing and everything. And I'm like, it's not me. Now, that's not saying that's wrong or anything like that. I'm not putting judgment out. I'm just saying for me, because, you know, we're all individual, right? And I'm looking at it going, this is not me. And then I would do something else. I, I sing. Um, we I live in a beautiful, small community. And once a year, we have, I have one gig that I get every single year, even during pandemics. And it is the outdoor gig at my, in my community on a summer day, everybody gets together. This time it was social distance, but we block off the road. Everybody dances and I'm the entertainment. And so, so I sing, yeah, no, it's a wonderful night. And I sing a bunch of covers. I do Motown and I do all this kind of stuff. I love it. It makes me really happy, right? But would I want to do that all the time? No, I wouldn't, you know, because it's still, it's just, it's got more to do with the community. And so it was for me, like for a long time, I toured my show, Eva Cassidy, and I was performing that. And when I was on stage and doing that, I was on my path and I was following my purpose and I knew it. And every time I performed, I would get off. Um, stage and I felt like what I call my soul was fed I felt so good and fantastic I knew that I was doing what I was supposed to do I didn't get that feeling when I sang in a restaurant I didn't get that feeling when I sang other places it was different and when you start to listen to that piece of you inside that starts to tell you where it is that you're supposed to go but now interestingly enough because women change we change all the time and that's a good thing you talk about learning and growing and you need to learn stuff that's just part of us growing as women and we we need to do that regularly because it's what keeps us young and um and it keeps us moving forward because the world is ever changing and so mm. i remember distinctly being on stage standing ovation standing there taking my bows it was a beautiful evening for the um, eva cassidy show it was the fourth year that we were touring and I went I love every single moment of this I have been grateful for every moment that I've had but I knew I was done I knew that it was over I just felt it it was like this voice came into my head that said it's time to sing your own words it's time to tell your own story and I just knew and I followed that instinct and that's when I started writing my own songs and I started doing my recording and then when the recording happened and we started doing all of that, 
then all of a sudden um, things shifted again and I felt like it was time for me to start speaking, which is, you know, what I've been doing more of lately and being on podcasts and doing things like that. And it was a slow process. But it's again finding that shift in that in that the way that your path is, and what's you know when you talk about God hitting you over the head, for me I'm finding that even though I love performing and doing things like that, that has been taken away from me. And I started doing the online concerts, but they were all covers because that's what people wanted to hear. And it's like it just didn't. It wasn't of interest to me. I'm back to that same thing again. I'm doing it just, well, at first I was doing it just to bring joy to people. And that was good. I felt great. Then afterwards it became work. And it was like, no, you know, this is not what I want to do. And I stopped, Mm -hmm. you know, I just did. And so now it's, it's, I'm at a point where I'm rediscovering again, what it is that I'm supposed to do and where and how my music fits in because I know my music still fits in there. It's a huge part of me. I still want to sing, but it's how it's all going to work in with what I'm doing. So we change and our purpose changes and our path changes, but it's all good. It's all part of this wonderful thing that we call life. And so finding it, I think really is, is based on what it is that you said is, is, um, you know, having our passions and what we're good at, and then following the opportunities when they arise. And I think the most important thing is listening to ourselves, our own intuition, not trying to copy anybody, not trying to be like anybody else, learning, growing, but following that thing inside of you that says, is this really making me go, oh, yes. And if it's doing that, you're onto something. And if it's not, rethink it. Oh my gosh, I've got to jump in here absolutely don't be afraid to rethink it don't be afraid to pivot that's why you need to be so attuned with your why and your purpose because if your circumstances change and that changes your feeling toward what you're doing don't beat yourself up about it it's okay but you need to be present with that and think okay now what does this mean for the future and Don't feel like, oh, well, that means that everything I did in the past is not any good anymore because I'm turning another direction. Not at all. That's what got you to where you are now. You know, really, I mean, that's really what it comes down to, I think. And, And don't be afraid to fail or make mistakes. Like, Go, you know, I, I don't regret singing in the restaurant. I don't regret, um, you know, doing some of the gigs that I did that was just disasters because you, then you know, right? Then you go, okay, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that again. And so then you move on and you do something else until you find that sweet spot where you go, yeah, this is, this is it. This is where I'm at. And I think that that's really the key to it all is just trying failure, you know, and follow that deep down instinct inside of you. And, and for me, I call it feeding your soul when it feeds it and feels really good. That's the moment when you go, yes, write it down. What worked with this? This is good. I like this. What did I do? And then, you know, try to recreate that. So that's my advice. That's great advice, Kayla. I love it. And I love how you shared too, just about, um, those things were experiences that helped you figure out what wasn't you had you not done that you wouldn't have known um i i did I've, I've done some of those things too um and there were some things i learned that you know i probably won't do again and 
And then there's other things I did that I probably need to do more of because they did make me really come alive. And for me to kind of what you talked about, having following our intuition. Now, there may be men that are going to be listening to this um, later on, but I do think that women have a good sense of intuition. My husband always says, Beth, follow your instincts, follow your intuition. It's usually good. It's usually right. Um, and so like for me, like even, you know, before I turned 50 and I kept feeling like I'm supposed to do more with my music and it just was felt weird because I didn't know how or what or when I didn't know anybody or have any connections. And, um, but then I had an opportunity to record my album in Nashville and that might've been a big mistake because I didn't have any fans or a website, but it got me going and I have no regrets about it. Uh, I had the time of my life. I loved it. Um, I learned about the music industry but I knew that I had to do it. It was this small inner voice saying, you are supposed to do this. I, I remember one other time that happened in my life. Um, actually, when I, uh, before I got married, I had this desire to move to Connecticut. And that sounds really weird. I was in North Carolina, down in Raleigh, which is a beautiful area. And people down there were like, why? Why, are you wanna move? why do you want to move? And the headquarters for the company I work with was in Connecticut, but my, it's a long story, but I know it was my husband and I ended up getting married and we met in Raleigh. He, we both got transferred. Our desks were right next to each other out of 10,000 people. And it was that kind of intuition that led me to make that change, which I didn't really understand what was going on. I'm not saying it was irrational because it, you know, it was a career move for me. Um, but I didn't know anybody in new England. Um, but yeah, we have to follow our intuition, and I think um, we also need to, everybody, like you said, everybody's unique and different, and our, our um, I think to know our purpose, we need to understand what's important to us also, like what are our values, and I know that Bree talks a lot about that, um, understanding what your core values are. Um, as you develop, what is your mission? And, and then figuring out what your mission is. That's one of the big things in the academy, figuring out what your mission is with your music. Um, and so, and it can change over time, uh, but I think understanding what your values are is going to help you. And, you know, what makes you come alive and what, you know, what's going to make a difference in other people's, you know, lives too. But, um, I think we can get burnout. I think sometimes we feel like we lose our purpose uh, in our music because we let other things get in the way. I know I've done that. Um, we might let fear get in the way. We might let um, what other people think of us get in the way. We might be worried about what other people think. And so we might not um, be fully living our, our purpose and our passion. But uh, we're going to make... We're going to be the happiest when we are, when we, you know, really living out of what brings, like you said, feed, what is feeding our soul. I really like that phrase. So, um, yeah, I don't have a whole lot more to say, and I can't believe it's already been about a half hour. How can that Yeah, <laughs> I, can, I can add one other thing, too. You know, I, I was thinking about it this morning that um, I remember reading about six or seven years ago, somebody saying the protest song is gone. And uh, that it has died. You know, the, the protest songs of the 60s, you know, you've got all the, um, you have all of that, uh, the, the, the like folk songs and different things like that. Yeah. And 
that's no longer true. I think that people are finding purpose in that sort of thing too, where your music, for me, my music, I really, if I, if I hone it down, I can write about, you know, basic things. But then for me, my music really is about hope and it's about empowering people. And it's, you know, it has a key source to it. And there can be people that, you know, you might be watching this and go, you know, the, the, you know, what's going on in the world. I really need to write about that because I really feel the need to say something and that therein you can find some of your purpose too because of just bringing a voice to people that are voiceless. You know, um, there there's that aspect of it too. So it's, it's, it's finding, you know, what makes you happy and again, you know, feeding your soul and all of that. But also, right, like you said, what is really core important to you? For me, it's women's issues. For me, it's women becoming empowered, getting beyond their past, feeling their light, understanding the power that they have within them and this beautiful place that we all have in our world and the individual, our individuality, you know, and <clears throat> all of that stuff and the things that we've been talking about, that all is reflected in my music. I can't help it. It just comes mm -hmm. out because that's what I believe in. And so the same thing with, with um, people watching, if you write your own songs and things like that, your core message will start to come out because it's who you are. I mean, you can sit there and write about the painting on your right or the piece of paper on the, on the floor and, and write a song about that. I remember writing, somebody gave me a key line that said his, his eyes asked me my sign. And I went, Oh, that's interesting. And I wrote a song about, you know, my heart's in retrograde or something really stupid like that. It means absolutely nothing to me. Okay. Because it was just a creation thing that I did, but those are, that's not my core music by any stretch of the imagination. Right. And so uh, the same thing will go with you. You'll find your passion within what comes out of your mouth, what it comes out of your creativity of what it is that you write. And um, you know, so that's part of it too, I think is all I wanted to say. Absolutely. That's a great point, Kayla. Thanks for bringing that up. Um, yeah. And I, I think that, that for me too, and I will say this, I have to put a plug in for music with a conscience series. If, if anybody uh, is listening to this and wants to hear music with a message, just tune in to our women of substance radio podcast, because um, I just even shared last night about some of the songs on there that, like you said, Incredible. people have written those out of really, yes, out of really deep. Um, just some of them are, um, just of just the hard things going on in the world a lot of them are uh, the the themes that we have you know we have really amazing themes and to hear these songs will really bring a tear to your eye really get you to think and i, I really love it because people are and it's not and the cool thing is on women of substance like it's all it's not all one viewpoint so you're going to hear a lot of different viewpoints which causes you to really think and see things from other people's perspectives because you haven't walked in their shoes and and you don't know um so um I, you're right that has brought and we have in the indie group we have some posts i created where people can share you know creative things they've done during the pandemic songs they've written yeah. um artwork plays uh different just all kinds of things so you know, yeah, and, so. and it's so important. And I and I really uh, appreciate that the 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 uh, podcast does that because it's so important that we hear different viewpoints because we don't get that on our feed. 
Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Our feed is curated to our own thing. And I know that there's a, you know, a thing on Netflix about that and I haven't seen it. And, you know, I've been talking about this for a while. So, but it, it's just, it's so important for us to see other points of view because that's where as musicians, we are critical thinkers. That mm-hmm. just comes with the territory. We need to not lose that, you know? So seeing other viewpoints and having an open mind and being able to listen and glean from those different viewpoints is so important and not becoming so dog headed that we, we end divisive that we don't listen to what other people are saying and what other, what things are happening and being empaths and all of those things that are just natural to us. We need to do that. And then we also need to get that out so that other people can hear it because it's just so important where the critical thinking is leaving and we need to do our part to make it so that it continues. I am so on board with that for sure. And after watching The Social Dilemma on Netflix, uh, it just reminds me of how great social media could be if we were focused on the positive instead of all the negative that's out there. So you have the ability to do that with your music and that can be part of your purpose. And I see so many people that we're featuring in the Music with a Conscience series that are that is part of their mission that's part of their purpose is to make an impact and to spread a certain message with their music and music is powerful that way music actually has the ability to change minds i know that i had a certain position on a really controversial issue and watching a an opera on that issue and the music and the power and the stage and all the stuff that the story that was in the music, it actually had the power to change my mind on that issue. So don't think that music is just music and it's just for entertainment. It's just for fun. It can be absolutely, but it can also really make an impact. So if that's the purpose that you want for your music, Don't let the negativity of social media or the world the way it is right now stifle that. Don't be afraid of haters. Your purpose is stronger than that. Get out there and make a difference. Now go out and make great music, connect with your fans, and grow your business. Female Entrepreneur Musician has been brought to you by femusician.com and femalemusicianacademy.com and music by Stella Ronson.